Welcome to The Dark Divide, a podcast that takes a seat, dangles its legs over the edge, and stares into the abyss. This is the story of Delaine Copenace. Kenora, Ontario is the embodiment of reconciliation, the tangible tension of theft and amends, not just of land, but of identity. Home to three residential schools, its history is rich with a culture that, up until recently, you had to fight your way to get to. Only closing the last school doors in 1972, the trauma from residential schools is something that's only starting to be truly understood with a larger scale of people, instead of just those who suffered through it themselves. They were the only ones who didn't gasp at the headlines of historical human remains being found beneath the ground at unmarked burial sites. They have always known. In only the most painful and re-traumatizing of ways do they finally have their truth validated. Murders are always easier to shy away from without a body, and as the plausible hits of recovery locations keep growing, there's nothing to say for both perpetrator and survivor. It's the kind of silence when there are no words for what you feel. Reconciliation is a work in progress that has been painfully slow, a delicate and complex process that's sadly still in its infant phase. It's been 26 years since the first RCMP investigation that finally linked numerous unsolved missing and murdered cases of indigenous women along the 500-mile road known as the Highway of Tears in British Columbia. And that conversation began to spark an overdue recognition of the many trials and tribulations of indigenous communities across the country. In Kenora, even after the schools were shut down, they would still have to fight for access to education, rights to hunt and fish on their own land, and much-needed basic community resources. But it still remains happily home to many. Quiet in the winters, vibrant with tourists in the summers. The population counts just over 15,000, but when you're right in the downtown core, in its own quaint way, it feels only a tenth of that. Anita Ross did her best to raise her four girls with a balance of that modern life and the spiritual beliefs that had kept the Ojibwe people thriving in even the most difficult of circumstances. As the numbers of fluent speakers decline, passing down the language and practices of their culture has never been more important. Though there are differing variations of origin, the Anishinaabe believe that they were created from the same sacred breath that animates all design, connecting all things in a divine bond. That unity survives through everything, even life and death this world, and the next. Beneath changed names and forced languages, these were the lessons of transformative power that could not be stolen. As a survivor and a mother, Anita never imagined that after all these years, Kenora would once again become divided over a sense of injustice, a lack of protection, a peculiar conspiratory tension, and a distrust for your own neighbor. But in a place like Kenora, it's just smoldering embers waiting for a gust of dry wind. And it started all over again the day her 16-year-old daughter, Delaine Copenace went missing. 